Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Tonight, a special edition of the CBS Evening News from here aboard the USS Nimitz, a nuclear-powered aircraft carrier that is one of the most powerful warships in the world. Tonight, our exclusive access and interviews with Top Gun pilots on what would happen in a confrontation with China, plus the one-year anniversary of the war in Ukraine. And here are today's other top headlines. President Zelensky pledges victory against Russia by year's end as nations show their support for Ukraine. We are unbreakable. All the people of Ukraine are unbreakable. We are one of the few countries that can pull this off. Our exclusive reporting about the U.S. Navy's mission to stay prepared. This is not a nine-to-five job, is it? No, it's not. Uh, it's, It's around the clock. Prosecution's trying to understand when did you decide to lie about your whereabouts. I don't know exactly when I made the decision to lie about that. A brutal winter storm rips across the country, including parts of California, under blizzard warnings for the first time in history. And a Temple University officer is laid to rest. Chris is physically gone, but his spirit, love, and laughter will live on through all of us as we continue his legacy. This is a special edition of the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting tonight from the USS Nimitz. Good evening and welcome again from here in the Western Pacific Ocean, where we are on Vultures Row, the commander's observation point high above the busy deck of the USS Nimitz that has just returned from the South China Sea, an area where China is becoming increasingly aggressive, building up entire islands for military use. And this Friday, take a look at this, a new image of a Chinese jet fighter shadowing U.S. aircraft armed with four air-to-air missiles. Tonight, we talk to an F-18 pilot who sees these Chinese fighters regularly. 
And we'll share more of that moment on the deck where we witnessed the power of an F-18 land traveling 160 miles an hour and caught by an arrested gear landing. Plus the images from our exclusive access aboard this warship. And we take you on board the MH-60 Sierra helicopter patrolling the Pacific. I must say to spend two days here is to witness America's military might at its best and a symphony of sailors and their remarkable work to, in their words, keep the peace on this side of the world. But first, part of the reason we came to report from here is to juxtapose the dual challenges facing the Pentagon as Russia continues its war of aggression against Ukraine. Well, today, China is calling for peace talks and a meeting between Chinese President Xi and Ukraine's Zelensky. So let's begin there with CBS's Charlie Daggett on the ground in Kyiv. Good evening, Nora. Millions of people across Ukraine have marked one year at war today with a mixture of remembrance and defiance. In a lengthy news conference here in Kyiv tonight, President Volodymyr Zelensky vowed that Ukraine would be victorious if allies like the U.S. remain united like a fist. The terrifying explosions and air raid sirens that filled the skies around Kyiv exactly one year ago today replaced this morning by a deafening moment of silence in a solemn memorial honoring lives lost and saluting those still fighting for the survival of the country. May this be proudly proclaimed everywhere Ukraine is alive. That sense of unity reflected around the world. As the Ukraine war enters the second year of Russia's brutal invasion, the number of dead and wounded on both sides of the conflict is in the hundreds of thousands, a statistic almost impossible to comprehend. But not for Serhii Perebinius. We first met him last year after he saw this image that shocked the world, a family killed by a Russian mortar as they tried to flee, only to realize it was his own family. I was able to recognize them by their clothing, their backpacks, he told us that. His wife, Tatiana, 18-year-old son, Mikita, 9-year-old Elisa, who loved to dance. The soldiers who killed my family have died, he said, but there will be punishment to the leadership of Russia. Russia's ally China has called for a comprehensive ceasefire and a 12-point peace plan. President Zelensky says he'll meet with Chinese President Xi Jinping, but didn't elaborate on exactly when. President Putin has shown no appetite for peace, either because he truly believes he can still win, or he's in so deep there's no pulling back now. And, Nora, we have to report tonight that another American has been killed in action, 28-year-old Andrew Peters, a U.S. Army veteran from Wisconsin. He was fighting with the International Legion. We happened to meet him just over a week ago when he was on some R&R in Kharkiv when he said he was headed back to the fight in the Donbass region. And our condolences to his family. Charlie Daggett, thank you. As year two of the war gets underway, the city of Kherson tells the story of the first year. It was one of Russia's early victories that turned into a humiliating defeat. For Sunday 60 Minutes, CBS's Holly Williams traveled to Kherson to meet the mayor who is running the city under siege. 
The whole thing's underground. Mm -hmm. It's too risky for Mayor Helena Lehova and her team to work in the town hall. Secretary here. So the administration of a city the size of St. Louis has been crammed into this basement. There are a lot of problems we have and you see the people who solve them. And I'm just noticing it's nearly all women. There are a lot of women here also, yes, that's right. They've had to improvise. To keep the buses running, parts have been salvaged from those hit by shells. And the heat at this hospital is off most days, so that wisps of steam don't catch the attention of Russian artillery spotters. You can see more of Holly's trip to Ukraine this Sunday on 60 Minutes. And speaking of 60 Minutes, we return now to our reporting here in the Western Pacific, where America and our allies won World War II. The top U.S. Navy admiral for the Indo-Pacific fleet has said this is the most dangerous strategic environment in decades. Well, why is that? Well, China is engaged in the largest military buildup since the Second World War, both conventional and nuclear. That makes the U.S. Navy's job here more important than ever. And yet America's Navy faces serious challenges. Trouble recruiting a new force and aging ships with long repair delays and sailor deaths by suicide. Most notably, America's naval fleet is set to become its smallest in 100 years as China becomes the largest navy in the world. But one thing the Chinese don't have is nuclear-powered aircraft carriers. The USS Nimitz is breathtaking to behold, a floating city of 5,000 sailors. When we first landed on a C-2 Greyhound, we watched hundreds of sailors. Their uniforms color-coded, red, yellow, green, purple, and brown, each defining critical jobs to refuel, arm, and launch aircraft. We met America's best-trained pilots who say this mission is a new challenge. This is unlike anything the U.S. Navy has done since World War II. That may be the case. I'll tell you this. It, we are here to stay, right, in the South China Sea and in this part of the world. And I think that's the message that we really want to convey to, the, to not only China, but the entire world. Lieutenant Commander David Ash, callsign Skittles, is an F-18 pilot. When we're flying and conducting our routine missions and interacting with, uh, for instance, the, the People's Liberation Army Navy, we are very close to them physically, but we're also very close uh, to a potential conflict if one of one, either they or we misbehave or mismanage our aircraft. These close calls happen on a nearly daily basis over the South China Sea. This one in December when a Chinese fighter jet came within 20 feet of an American plane. And just today, this new picture from the Wall Street Journal shows a Chinese aircraft shadowing a U.S. Navy plane. Does that affect how you train? It makes it more real. If something were to happen in this part of the world with a near-peer adversary, the consequences uh, from a loss of material, hardware, and, and personnel would be incredible. They would be devastating. And that's why these dozens of F-18s aboard here don't stop taking off. From the USS Nimitz flight deck, we suited up to see the aircraft carrier from above. We landed safely and just in time to see in person what most of us have only seen in the movies. Truly an engineering marvel how these sailors carry out an arrested landing on a fighter jet 
traveling 160 miles an hour and then bringing it to a stop in just three seconds. A steady reminder that these sailors never stop putting themselves in danger to keep America safe. And later in this show, we're going to have more on the men and women who dedicate their life to service and defending our freedom. But now to the day's other big story. California and other western states are facing a massive winter storm for the second straight day, including an extremely rare blizzard warning for parts of Southern California. CBS's Carter Evans is there. Historic and hazardous. California is dealing with blizzards in some areas for the first time ever. Near Los Angeles, this snow's bringing back memories of 1989. Today, snarling traffic and closing a major interstate. This is I-5 and the blowing snow is just pelting me in the face. The road is shut down right now. Normally, it's one of the state's busiest arteries. So this is an unusual sight. Not a single car for miles. Further north, waves crashing on a frozen beach and the foothills above Silicon Valley draped in snow. The wild weather is also impacting wildlife. This bald eagle's trying to keep her eggs warm in howling wind, while in California's farm belt, crops are at risk. We don't usually get the very cold weather here. It's very unprecedented for us um, here in the Central Valley. Statewide, more than 100,000 without power. The house is really, really cold. In California, the storm came with a strong warning. In Oregon, it did not. An unexpected blast dropped nearly a foot in Portland, prompting many to abandon their cars. Some who ventured out wish they had not. And this close call. Fortunately, no one was hurt. They're still digging out from the last storm in the Midwest. In Michigan, nearly 700,000 are without power tonight. And in Minnesota, the snow is creating a nightmare for some, but certainly not all. But here at the roadblock on I-5, you can still see cars and trucks lined up for miles, and they are not getting over this pass anytime soon. It is whiteout conditions up there, but as bad as it is right now, it could get even worse. Heavy snow is in the forecast. Nora. Carter Evans, thank you. As the storm moves east, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. It is a powerhouse storm that's hitting us in California right now, bringing everything, including significant snow. You take a look at the highest elevations, another four to five feet, winds gusting over 60 miles an hour, blizzard conditions at times, even in the Southern California mountains. Then there's a lot of rain in the forecast as well. In the coastal locations, in the valleys, another three to five inches, that could lead to substantial flooding. Let me break it down for you specifically in California, spiraling low here. Probably doesn't give up the heavy rain and snow until sometime later on Saturday, and then we'll watch for another system to approach on Sunday in Northern California. All this energy works its way into the middle of the country by Sunday, producing severe weather, including a chance of tornadoes and Nora. Then it works into the Midwest and Northeast and another snowstorm is on the way. Mike Bettis, thank you. In a South Carolina courtroom today, prosecutors grilled disgraced former attorney Alec Murdaugh about his admitted lies and deceit. The prosecution alleges that Murdoch killed his wife and youngest son to gain sympathy and buy time to cover up his financial crimes. Murdoch today offered his own theory on the murders, and CBS's Nikki Batiste was there. In court today, Alec Murdoch insisted someone else was responsible for killing his wife and son on June 7, 2021. The person or people who did what I saw on June the 7th 
They hated Paul Murdoch. But prosecutor Creighton Waters insists Murdoch is the killer and grilled him for nearly six hours about his repeated lying. And you've been able to lie quickly and easily and convincingly if you think it'll save your skin for well over a decade. Murdoch told investigators he never went to the dog kennels the night his wife and son were murdered. But prosecutors say this cell phone video places him there. You were at the murder scene with the victims just minutes before they died. I did not tell them that I went to the kennel. Showing cell phone records, Waters points out Murdoch's cell phone, which was recording his steps, became very active 13 minutes after prosecutors say his wife and son's phones locked for the final time. What were you so busy doing? That's going to the bathroom? No, I don't, I don't think that I get on a treadmill. went to the bathroom. No, I didn't get on a treadmill. Jogging place? No, I didn't jog in place. No, sir, I did not do jumping jacks. During that time, Murdoch also made several phone calls, something the prosecution says was intentional. You are up at 9.02, finally having your phone in your hand, moving around and making all these phone calls to manufacture an alibi. Is that not true? That's absolutely incorrect. The defense team says they hope to rest their case by Tuesday, which means the jury would begin deliberations next week. The courtroom got so rowdy today, the judge, for the first time, used his gavel. Nora? Nikki Batiste, thank you. It was a sea of blue today in Philadelphia for a fallen police officer. We'll have the details next. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug? Ignored a leaky faucet? pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects, but there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. We're back now from the USS Nimitz here in the Western Pacific. Back at home, police officers from as far away as Texas gathered in Philadelphia today for a final salute to a fallen Temple University police officer, the first to be gunned down in the line of duty there. Here's CBS's Lilia Luciano. The city of brotherly love bidding farewell to Temple University officer Chris Fitzgerald, hailed for having the heart of a hero. 
Chris isn't just another headline, another statistic, just another death. Fitzgerald was shot and killed during a struggle after chasing a robbery suspect near campus on Saturday. 18-year-old Miles Pfeffer was arrested and charged with murder. I was always going to have a fear of getting a phone call or a police officer knocking on my door. His widow, Marissa, says he preferred being out in the community to a desk job. And this happens. It's literally my worst fear. <laughs> it's my greatest nightmare. Temple University posthumously promoted Fitzgerald to sergeant and offered to pay for the funeral and tuition for his four children. Lilia Luciano, CBS News, New York. Tonight, the FAA is investigating another close call at a U.S. airport. A Mesa Airlines flight crew was forced to abruptly change course and halt a landing at California's Hollywood Burbank Airport Wednesday evening. A SkyWest Airlines flight was cleared for takeoff, and the Mesa pilot aborted the landing with the plane just over a mile from the same runway. A string of similar mix-ups prompted the FAA to call for a safety summit next month. Some final thoughts about our time aboard the USS Nimitz and the incredible men and women of the U.S. Navy. That's next. This portion of the CBS Evening News is sponsored by Astapro Allergy, nasal allergy relief that starts working in 30 minutes. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Finally tonight, for those who have seen the Top Gun movies, let me tell you, it is even better in person. The sailors we spoke with said despite the grueling hours, it never gets old to be on the deck as an F-18 takes off. Going from zero to 160 miles per hour in about two seconds. The size of this ship is nothing compared to the strength and the character of the people we've met on board from pilots to the flight deck crew to the kitchen staff and the medical team. Medical department, attention. What struck me to the core is the strength, courage, professionalism, and sacrifice of those on board. These fine sailors are deployed sometimes for nine months or even more. That strain on our fighting force and their families is a challenge every officer and enlisted member I spoke with mentioned. But today, we want to leave you with the images that keep us safe at home and a tribute to the brave men and women who serve the U.S. Navy and America. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News from the USS Nimitz in the Western Pacific. I'm Nora O'Donnell. To the U.S. Navy, thank you. Good night and have a good weekend.
If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.